You ever had a time where you're in a conversation and the other person just won't stop talking? And so you just start going, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sure all of us have, and I've probably unfortunately been the uh, cause of some of those uh, instances in my own life. But everyone's had this, this, this situation where you've acted like you're listening, but you're really not it's kind of a show. You're making it look like you're listening, but really you could not care any less what this person is trying to tell you. To the point that when you really have to listen to someone in a conversation that's really important, and there might even be some background noise, you find that real listening takes effort. Real listening is hard. It's, it takes a lot of effort and mental strength to listen to someone and be fully attuned to what they are trying to say to us. Not just an aha kind of listening, but real listening. And this real listening, though, we find that when we're, when we're able to do it, we're able to respond more genuinely, more honestly, and just to simply respond better to that conversation. And our readings today speak a great deal about real listening and the fruits of real listening, being able to listen to the voice of God. And we have great examples in Samuel and even Eli and the apostles Peter and Andrew. So real listening is so important for us as Christians. You know, I often get asked by people, you know, Father, you know, what should I do? I've got some big decision coming up. You know, should I do this or this? Or even, you know, how do I discern a vocation to the priesthood or religious life? How do I listen to God? And oftentimes I'll give people a very simple answer. It involves around two things. First, it requires silence. It requires silence. And secondly, it requires giving time to God in prayer. So let's examine those two things that help us to listen to the voice of God. Silence. I think we all realize that our world is a very noisy culture. There's a lot going on and a lot that is competing for our attention. And we find often throughout the day that there are so many things that are on our mind that we just wish we could just shut the door and be silent. But silence, real silence, is more than just simply not talking. Because that's an exterior silence. We need interior silence too. A true interior sense of silence and contemplation. Because silence, brothers and sisters, is the doorway to the divine. It's a doorway to the divine. Because Samuel could not have listened to the voice of God in that first reading if his heart had been preoccupied with other things. That if he had been concentrated on the cacophony of the day or the little things that had to be going on in the temple. His heart was interiorly silent. He was open and he was ready to listen to the voice of God. He had a heart that was ready for God because he knew silence. Silence is so essential for us. And even parents, I know you probably realize the beauty of just a couple minutes of silence throughout the day from the kids. Just a couple of minutes to shut the door and relax and be silent. It's refreshing for us. And I would encourage anyone who wants to find a little bit more silence in their life to go to probably the most silent place on earth. That is our Eucharistic Adoration Chapel. It's a wonderful, wonderful place where we can go, even if it's for a couple of minutes, leave the ball and chain that is our phone out in the car, and come and adore our Lord. To be with Him, to gaze at Him in the Eucharist, and be with Him in silence. To just shut, shut everything down for a couple minutes and be with God in silence. And it's in silence truly that God is able to speak to us. So silence is greatly important. But equally important is giving God that time for prayer. 
I know this can be very difficult with us in our very busy lives. So even the littlest bit can certainly help, turning our hearts and minds toward God in prayer. This can be hard because I think it's very easy for us to see prayer as something that is rather pointless, that doesn't have a purpose, that doesn't give us results, right? We like to see tangible fruits very quickly in our prayer. We like to at least see something very, very immediate and upfront as, oh, that happened because I prayed today. But prayer serves a very important purpose for us. It helps us to speak to God and to grow in that relationship with Him. Prayer is just as impactful to our spiritual lives as Midnight Mass at Christmas. It is just as impactful, gives us just as much results and warm fuzzies, whatever you want to call it. It is that impactful for us. Prayer, daily prayer, whether it's formal prayers like the Our Father or the Hail Mary, or just simply opening our hearts and minds to God for a minute or two. It is just as impactful, just as fruitful for our spiritual lives as Midnight Mass at Christmas. And the time that we spend with God is incredibly important. Time with God is like water for a plant. Without it, we spiritually die. Time with God is that important. And I think if all of us, myself included, approached prayer with this same zeal every day, I think we'd all be in a different place. Needless to say, though, because Satan doesn't want us to listen to the voice of God, he goes after us, especially in these areas of silence and time with prayer. Because Satan wants to do nothing more than to give us noise, to put noise into our lives. The great author C.S. Lewis in his book, The Screwtape Letters, says that noise is the music of hell, whereas heaven is silent contemplation before God. The more silence we have, the more our lives are like heaven, if we think about it that way. Or the other temptation that Satan often tries to, to tempt us with is that things are, there are other things more important to us than prayer. There are other things that are more important. But we know that it's false. Because our Lord on the earth, before every major decision that he had to make, went off in silence and in prayer. Before he chose the apostles, he went off to a deserted place and prayed. And this was someone who had the vision of God with him at all times. Prayer informed everything that Christ did, and it should be the case for us too, because it allowed Christ to hear the voice of the Father more clearly and intentionally and be able to act on it in his life. And so active listening, real listening, helps us to be open to God's word and open to his will, and it helps us with discernment, and it helps us with decision-making. And thankfully, Samuel and Andrew and Peter had this. We had Samuel on our first reading saying, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. Active listening. He was ready and ready for that voice of God. Or Peter. And our our gospel describes it as saying, They heard John's words. Behold the Lamb of God. That's more than just listening with the ears. That's listening with the heart. Because hearing, behold the Lamb of God, and actually acting on it, we know that Peter wasn't just hearing words, but he knew where they were from, and what they meant for him. He knew what those words meant, and so he revolved his whole life around that very moment. Behold the Lamb of God, and he followed Christ. And his life was never the same. The type of listening that Samuel and that Peter had wasn't just that uh uh-huh, uh-huh kind of listening. It was real. They gave God their full and undivided attention. And their hearts were on the lookout for God to speak. And thankfully, they were infused with the grace to follow wherever he was leading them. So brothers and sisters, if we want that same ability to discern as Samuel, as Andrew, and as Peter did, and we want their open hearts, 
We need silence. And we need to devote time to God in prayer. And let us pray this week that we can make that same commitment to God, even if it's a small one, because every little commitment helps. And may we have the courage of the prophets and the apostles to hear the voice of God, to listen to it, and follow him.